Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is primarily about music and creative culture in London. Today's episode, I am catching up with a previous guest on the podcast, Lou. He was first on the podcast on episode 78, which was in June 2018. So it's been a while, to say the least. Since then, he's released his debut EP, Midnight Rotations, available on all streaming services, and he most notably played a headline show at Underbelly Hoxton. It was two days after my show, so if I was 25th, he was June 27th, was when he played his show, and then 28th of June is when that EP came out. We caught up at the Nelsons, we were back in the basement, it was just before the open mic that night. And we get really deep into it. I think I was a bit inspired by the previous episode when I spoke to Ben. We had a bit of a window of time together, so we just dived in. I started with when we last spoke and what have you been up to since. And I think you'll see, you'll hear whatever for yourselves. That this conversation, it goes everywhere because there are a lot of thoughts on this young artist's mind. He's got big ambitions, he's been through a lot and it's meant a lot to him. And you can tell this is someone for whom every decision matters. Nothing is by accident or half-hearted or with a shrug of the shoulder. Everything is really thought through. He has a team around him that he can talk to, bounce ideas off of, to arrive at what it is that he wants to say, the message that he wants to send to the wider world. And it was really good peeling back as many layers as I could in this conversation. I still don't think I peeled back all of them. I'm really looking forward to a sequel a threequel, if you will. Just many more conversations like this with Lou because he is someone who thinks on the same level that I think when it comes to the questioning. So I never go down a line of questioning that leaves him going, um, I don't know, I guess. No, I can tell wherever avenue I go down with questioning, he's thought that way as well. And he's happy to tell me what he's been thinking. So thank you once again to Ben, the boss, the El Jefe, of the Nelsons for letting us use his basement once more. This is me talking to Lou for the second time for the podcast. I hope you enjoy this chat and I'll catch up with you afterwards. We are live. We are back in the basement of the Nelsons. Classic place to do a a podcast episode. And I'm here with an old friend of the podcast who I haven't spoken to on the podcast in just over a year. So it'll be good to catch up with you. What's your name, please? Introduce yourself for the people. Hi, people. Uh, (laughs) My name's Lufa also known as Lou and yeah I'm a, I'm a rapper producer extraordinaire yes extraordinaire <laughs> indeed I think it was episode 78 was the last time I spoke <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right I did the homework that's I went hunting good. I found it oh, yeah. episode 78 you were doing that show on Carnaby Street it was an outdoor show and actually remember because mm. I listened back to it I got there at the time we thought you were on, but mm. you actually got put on earlier. Yeah, so I caught the end. My, yeah, they moved my set. And I think Ben, who played bass with you at this most recent show, was mm. in the band then as well, because I heard you, you mention him in that yeah. conversation. Yeah. So it's been a little over a year, Lou. What have you been up to? Where have you been? I need to hear that convo. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you caught me right at the moment as I was just getting Yeah, you were fresh. In fact, in that conversation, literally some people come up to you and say, hey, you were great, and you're like, thank you very much. Wow. And then you say to Laurie during that chat that, I'm not going to swear in my songs anymore because there were kids yeah, there and you were like, I can't be doing that. I've, I've done a pretty good job. Uh, well, not yeah. for this EP, but for the one coming. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I'm... That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, performed in June. Yeah. What came next after that? Um, we're talking about this year, so Midnight. 
No, that's okay. since oh, that since show. Then. So since then. So wow. that's June 2018. Yeah. If you can cast your mind back that far. Yeah, no, I can. You played um, that show. What happened next? After that, I was... It was blank for quite quite some time. So mm-hmm. I already released um, Reflecting. Mm-hmm. So that was like the lead single I had the video out. Yeah. Like that. And then in my head, I always knew, okay, the EP. So basically, this is a long, like... It's been a long time coming. Yeah. So the EP itself has like gone over like so many different like facelifts uh, before it had like maybe eight songs then at like, one point it was like 10 I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it like an album I'm gonna go for it mm-hmm. and then just as I got I realized as as I progressed and got better as a as an artist my sound changed and I was like you know what I don't think that fits so I was taking away a lot like I'm removing things adding things yeah and at the same time time is ticking so mm-hmm. with me because I'm like I'm a self-taught producer I only yeah. taught myself maybe two three years ago mm-hmm. and like, so I'm still learning on the job so like, yeah. I could like something like yesterday and then I wake up and I'm like nope that's not it yeah. you know or I feel like I can always do better so I'm, yeah. I'm constantly like uh, evolving in my bedroom like by myself mm-hmm. but time is ticking so no one really gets to see the you know the, the growth or my selection process so yeah. I've made loads of songs and then it gets narrowed down to four songs but yeah the, that from June last year to I would say the beginning of this year so January so from June to January that's when I really like like tuned in and I was like you know what cool this EP needs it needs to come out it was over, long overdue mm-hmm. and I already had songs newer songs than the ones that I had planned for the EP so yeah. I already felt like I had outgrown the songs. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm always thinking, okay, these songs need to come out because I know that this is going to be the the songs I want to start with. This is what I want to mm-hmm. present to the world. So yeah. It's been like that in my mind. So it's like, it has oh. to be that. Yeah, because you're such a creative mind. That Thank yes, you. you've... Uh, and I sincerely mean that, man. Yes, you come up... You had maybe at the start this bucket of songs is going to be in the first EP but mm-hmm. that doesn't stop you making new material no and yeah, yeah experience and life yeah it's a good and bad thing though with me yeah. like I, I think I need the people around me I've got a good, like, a good set of friends mm-hmm. so I'll let them be my, uh, my like my dummies my testers so they hear the good the bad the ugly little test demos like any even me sometimes me just humming like on, on, on a phone like yeah. an idea me doing a little beat like, like yeah. just just raw ideas and then they they will get to see the ones who are like behind the scenes get to see the the baby steps, mm-hmm. and then they get to see like hopefully what it becomes. So it's wow. yeah, it's like a proper fine selection process. Mm-hmm. So this EP we're talking about that you've had in the makings all this time. Mm-hmm. Is this the EP that came out last month? Yeah, midnight rotation, man. Midnight rotation, June twenty eighth. Yes, sir. A, a day I will never forget. Man. So when it's did you crazy. land on the title? Did, it, did the title yeah. even come first, or was it? Did you arrive on the song selection I, first? I think, I think that yeah. No, you know what? I think the I wrote a song, and it's not on the EP. Mm-hmm. It's called Blind Faith. So it was it was a cool song. I liked the like the beat was cool. Kind of sounded like I was like running through the Amazon. I had like mm-hmm. a like a choir. Like I found a sample, and it was like Ooh. it was clapping like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Sounded like a little like sounded like a church vibe, like a, like yeah. a gospel choir. So anyway, yeah, so that, um, I was writing that. Mm-hmm. I think one of the lines in there was, um, uh, call it, 
call my shit midnight rotations you'll play my you'll play my shit in dark times uh, something like that you'll mm-hmm. play it constantly that's that was the theme so you'll ah. constantly play my songs during dark times midnight yeah. but also reflecting dark times in society so right. it's like you can always feel like you can play it so you in the night time got the title from a song that yeah. didn't end up going on the yeah, EP but the title the and idea behind even the title you just made me realise that as well <laughs> yeah. so, kind of so the title came first mm-hmm. when you talked about how you were wood chipping fine tuning you had lots of different influences lots of a whole bank of songs mm. and eventually arriving at it's three songs and a fourth song that's live when did you arrive at that track listing um, what like the ones that made it the ones that made it yeah I left my book upstairs, you know. Oh, yeah. we, okay. can, we can pause? Nah, no, it's cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Are you pause <laughs> doing it? No, I haven't paused. Ben will keep an eye on it. Ben's he's got yeah, he's back. my guitar's um, up there as well, yeah. The final four, mm-hmm. probably again at the top of this year. I think I already realised that, um, I think Searching I released in March. So I knew, from, from the beginning of this year, I said, you know what, this year is the year that I release and make sure that two projects are coming out, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. That no matter what, even if like I lose limbs or my voice box has gone too, I've got enough in me to release two projects somehow. Yeah, music is coming out. Compel or high water. Just think, 2018, I was I had the same kind of um, thought process, not the not the what like, I didn't have the consistency, mm-hmm. and I only managed to release one song, and it was like I was doing shows. See, even bear in mind, I was doing the I was doing shows mm-hmm. with the songs from the EP. But I only had reflect, uh, reflecting to, to show it. So it was yeah. like, oh, so have you got music online? It's like, yeah, I've got this one song. It's like, oh, where can I find that yeah. song you performed? Yeah, it's uh, not out. Yeah, yeah like, exactly, exactly. That's me so at the that, open mics right now. Like, oh, that's yeah, good. yeah it's, it's not yet out. It's come, yeah. And I don't, I don't like, with me, because I've, I've been in a position where I didn't make music for a very long time. And it's like, again, it was a dark, like, it was a dark period for me. Because I, I didn't, I never thought, that oh yeah this is gonna be my career or this is something I really want to pursue. Mm-hmm. I've always loved music, like from when I was in the playground, like rapping. But yeah. it made me, I think, not doing it or being stripped away of the 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 chance to do it and me getting older. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Do it. Like you have nothing to lose. One of my friends, my closest friend as well, um, Trevane. He's a singer. Travis Wild. So yeah. he's on all of my. He's on ground up. He's on bouquet. Yeah, was he, he was he's on searching. Yeah, he was at the show. Yeah. Oh, he, was, yeah. he was the BV. BVs, so he's yeah. the guy. Oh man, so my good. guy. So yeah. it was Trav who, like, we went to school with each other. So we've known each other well over like what maybe fifteen years now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. But um, I turn thirty next week. Don't talk to me about yeah, getting old. Right? I'm, I'm touching soon. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so he told me maybe about three years ago. Like I just said, oh yeah, man, I really wanna. Like one day I'm gonna Yeah And then he was like Bro you always say like, You come around to my house And you always say In the future Like just do it And I, it's, like, it's like Nike Like it sounded yeah, yeah. so Cliche And he was like Just do it And I was like 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 I froze I didn't know what to say yeah. Cause I was saying I said to myself You know what I've had enough of Like looking around For producers Or trying to You know Like beg people online Oh man I'm this rapper I need beats mm-hmm. It's it's hard sometimes. Like get you get rejected left, right, and center. Yeah, especially imagine. online. It's a, you know, it's a facade. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it's, a, it's 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 hard. Not now. I think it's a lot easier now with that SoundCloud and YouTube. You can find free beats. Yeah, but at the time, I mean, if you wanted your own song, like an original beat from a producer who's 
you know this guy who's making all these gram songs yeah you're not gonna get that song yeah so it was it was a challenge at the time and i was like you know what i'm gonna learn how to produce myself i'm gonna rap on my own beats and he was like just do it like just just do it now and then that's when I just went through the process, man. It was so that broke you out of the cycle of like, oh, yeah. one day, one day, one yeah. day, and he, became today. He genuinely, everything you hear, it's because of him. Like he pushed me, and and he he was also one of my ears. So like yeah. again, I've got a few people that I like, I really trust. I'll be like, oh, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. He's one of my ears. So a lot of the time, anything that I do, it will kind of like pass through him. Like there's a selected few few people. Mm-hmm. I like I even like to play you stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's just. Just to see, like you lot are my personal tastemakers. If you like it, or you'd be like, okay, this is different, or this is the direction I'm going, and I want to try and share that with you. If you yeah. don't feel it, I've trust like your opinion yeah. enough to be like, I hear where it's going, but I'm not. So, you know, you can yeah. you can give me a, a, an opinion that I can actually uh, that trust. Yeah. So. Um, Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I just, I'm just going off on my. No, no, I remember what was the what was the question? Yeah, I'll bring it back. So we're talking about at the top of this year. You had the album, the EP title, mm-hmm. and you had the track listing. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So yeah, I was doing. I was performing songs that that were on yeah. the EP, but um, weren't available. Yeah, yeah they weren't available. And then it just made me think. I definitely need to push these out. I knew I'd start with um, searching, because. Um, just because of the climate that we're in like in terms of UK music the whole EP itself is not I can't define like, the sound that I am mm-hmm. like, you can say that I rap but like, it's hip hop but there's like there's orchestration on there Yeah. but I'm rapping at 140 BPM but it's not grime so it's, like, there's so many contradictions and so many different uh, crossovers like there's layers mm-hmm. to it and that's just come down to my um, like my taste in music like sometimes I'll put like in terms of production I really get into I enjoy it so yeah. for me I feel like a kid when I'm on my laptop my laptop's called Rosie so when I'm like people people know when I'm on my laptop it's like do not disturb he's like, in the zone I'll put my mum on hold like I'll say mum I'm trying to you know I need I'll to get I'll go back to you later but I need to get this drum like this this, this that cool progression down I'm in it like, right now I'm in the zone man I'm in the zone but, um, so we've arrived at the, the title the track listing yeah I'm going to try and close this door Go, that might help us out a little bit there. Yeah, when I last, when I spoke to you before the show, you yeah. said when you you reached out to me to help you get the show, mm-hmm. you uh, there's a collaborative element to the backing tracks to your songs. Yeah, you're working with people online. Yeah. So what was that process like? Amazing, man. Um, how it started. It, so it wasn't for that EP. So that that EP solely everything was done. That was Yeah, I, I had. Um, on searching at the end like part two mm-hmm. it goes into like a piano I had my friend Yasmin play that everything else was all programmed in so the strings like I played in and like all of the BVs a lot of that was Trav but a lot of the the, the drum sounds I've just invested in like wow. in sounds man so I've got a good bank of, of music so when I spoke to you and you are talking about working with people online were those yeah. the songs that never made it onto the EP nah, that was, those are for the songs that are coming bro Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's why I like we'll, to hear. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, there's a crossover actually. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll get there. We'll get okay. there. So, um, so yeah, you, so you made all these songs yourself. Yeah, for the whole EP is produced by me, man. So, at what point during the making of the EP did you arrive at the idea of putting on a show where you can showcase all of this to the people that have been following you? Um, very last minute. 
always always wanted to do like have my own show and I can actually t- shall I tell you the night when because I didn't think yeah. it was going to be done shall I tell you the night yeah. when you came down the road uh, clutch when I saw it clutch yeah because I was that night I think I even have a podcast from it I can't remember yeah. spoke to but yeah so I was doing an open mic night here at the Nelsons yeah. And you were like a hundred meters. I away. didn't know it was so close. When you came, <laughs> yeah. like, you came, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you yeah, showed I, me the road. Yeah, like, I came and saw you, and I was like, "You were like, let me walk back with you." And I was like, "Oh, it's just it's there, literally <laughs> there." Like you come out, you step, and you walk down the road. It's there. I couldn't so believe it. That was the night when you thought I need to put on my own shirt. Two things that I realized that night. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is that I I enjoyed because it was the first time I managed to play with a band, okay. and they learnt the songs. Yeah, my guy Jay Wilcox amazing like he's he's a sick md as well so he's got a really good team around him loads of musicians that really care about music and yeah they just like we rehearsed a few days before and then when i heard the songs being played in my head i'm gassed because i'm like they're my songs yeah and i'm even more buzzing because i get to perform the songs with the band and it's like it's an experience for me at the same time as you know people hearing songs that that are not available yet so it, yeah. I was like wow this is fun and the response I, I think that's what drove me over the edge that's when I realised I was like you know what I'm gonna definitely um, perform them live and it had to it, was, it wasn't it was gonna be back in track or DJ it had to be with a live band as well I put it in my head so when you had that in mind when mm-hmm. did you reach out to Ben who was the bassist and the MD for um, the Again, like the, the world is small. Like I always, when I when I meet good people, I make sure that I keep the contact. Yeah. So, yeah, we we just we stayed we stayed in contact. The first time I performed with him was at uh, London Met Uni. It was just like two, maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, I took his number down. I realized he's cool people. We have got loads of mutual friends as well, and he grew up in Tottenham. So I was just like, you know what? I realized ta- like I recognize talent, and yeah. he's an amazing bassist. He's an MD as well, so. With the MDs, like the musical directors, they orchestrate the whole band. Yeah. So not only is he playing the bass, he's kind of telling the drums, all right, you're going to break here or the keys, I want you to play in that, like, or do this chord progression yeah. with him. Yeah. So it's like he, he kind of leads the band. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's amazing to see. Even in rehearsals, I'm like, I'm blown away. I'm looking, I'm like, these guys are actually amazing. Like, there's amazing. I'm like, whoa. Like, I'm I'm privileged because I'm I get to play with these lot, and it's yeah. It was a fan- the whole ensemble mate. was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, even I like I hats off to to them. I know it was my night, but if it weren't to you, like the people behind the scenes, they're the ones who really like we put in the work. The rehearsal. I've never I've never had such a build up as well. So yeah, I'll get to that. Like the whole the stages. Yeah, I've never. Remember, oh, I'm going to go back. Remember, I said there's two things that, that happened yeah. that night at the clutch. Uh-huh. The first thing, so let's let's keep that on hold. I'm terrible at remembering cool, things. Cool, cool. Uh-huh. So I'm going to remember where we were before. Uh-huh. But with uh, the second thing that happened that night at clutch, it was um, Kenny. So, uh, man, I'll never forget this ever because these things are just legendary. Yeah, so um, Kenny came and it was, yeah. it was a good night. Enjoyed the vibe. And then he hit me up after, like, Lou, the show was amazing. Like, I really enjoyed it. I said, but how comes I haven't heard Ground Up before? And I was like, bro, you've heard Ground Up. Like, I've, I've sent you the EP, you've heard it. He said, no, nah, but I heard it. But tonight it sounded different. Like, you came with, a, with, a, with a, like a vibe. It sounded like some kind of reggae twist. And I was like, because the band were playing, innit? Obviously, they had yeah. their own spin. 
because um, a lot of people don't know if you check on the EP mm-hmm. I, I released a live version so yeah. what I've done with that there's so many layers and I feel like I'm jumping yeah, cool, everywhere cool, cool. but what I've done with Ground Up that was the last song on the EP that I completed yeah and on there I put live version because there is an original version mm-hmm. and that is a lot more electronic so the bass is just a synth a raw synth bass and there's a lot more like electronic sounds going on I've got like a synth just dun, 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 dun. it sounds yeah. a lot more um, r- like rugged yeah and then what the band done again Jay I've got to thank Jay for it he didn't play on the on the um, album I mean on the EP sorry but he um he gave me the inspiration for it because it had that it had that kind of that swing and that's what I realised Ken was talking about and I knew it so I I went home that night like wow Ground Up sounded amazing and then he reconfirmed that without me saying nothing so because he said that I was like you know what I've got to try and do something and I was just like you know what Ken watch this space and already I knew that the EP was due for released on the 28th okay and this was I can't remember the date but it was very close it was yeah very, very recent then you reached out to me and you're saying I want to put this on what venues do you know exactly I, all of you it was, I yeah. felt like it was yesterday it was very fresh it was and, man and all of it was still just an idea because after Clutch that was the night when I realised you know honestly and I really appreciate it because I, yeah. I came and saw you the space looked awesome and then after you finished you came to the Nelsons afterwards a mini after party we I had here I put that on Instagram live as well. <laughs> yeah, that was so did. sick because it was so close yeah. so like I had the crowd like, I felt like oh so gassed and that, that was because that was the first like I'm going to say major performance but the first like I was I was um, showcased you know yeah. like, I was on the flyer like lose performing I felt like it was uh, I was there and the audience yeah. I had a few of my friends there as well like even you passed through I know you couldn't stay you had to like here <laughs> yeah. but it's the fact that people acknowledge that oh yeah Lou's doing his thing tonight I'm gonna come out and support it's a good that feeling was just the begin- yeah that was the beginning that's when I knew and then we walked down we came down the road came here we, we fucked it up quickly because I was already buzzing so yeah. I was just like quick plug it in and let's go let's man. do it let's keep I it going on it. yeah I was on it man so yeah you reached out to me we found the venue Underbelly Hoxton yes. you were in touch with the people that are running it Omar yeah Omar man Good you were people. sending them the promo material the mm-hmm. flyer you and Laurie were all over Laurie by the way let's shout out to her yeah. who designed the artwork <laughs> Laurie, Laurie the for the EP yeah she's special man and you two go back some way she, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it now there's a potential power couple right there in YouTube because you're both Laurie, incredibly man. talented when you arrived at the venue there was a framed picture of the album art. Yeah, that everyone again, got that, that came down to her as well because she um, she's got a lot of gallery experience. Mm-hmm. So she was working in a gallery in Mayfair, like just on, like Bond Street. Uh-huh. And then uh, they they closed down now, but they she that's where she pretty much gained like all her experience. Wow. Her father's a, a artist as well, so he's a painter. So, so how did she create that artwork for the EP? Did you? Was it crazy again I, like I, I know all these stories that like happened yesterday um, we was on the plane to Rome it was like maybe two years ago and then I was just messing up she took a picture of me like sideways mm-hmm. and then I must have just been like I, I had the picture on my phone and I was playing around with filters yeah. like uh, random I got like create loads of apps that like add filters I'm just adding layers on top of layers Yeah. and then she looked at it and she's like it looks kind of cool because you look like obviously you can tell that it's you but it's like very sketched out and yeah. then she took the actual the photo like the the photo that I edited and then she just done some more editing over that opened my face up yeah 
put the flowers in, like done some grading and put it together, man. So was that picture made before there was even any talk of an EP or anything? Or was it... I, I knew that was going to be the EP cover just because it looked so clean. Like, I really... I, I looked at it. Obviously, it's me, but I look... when I Even when I see it today, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't look at it like me. Like I, I, it's weird. Even that the big picture, I was thinking, am I going to keep it out? Like, I don't mind because it looks... I feel like it's a piece of art. Yeah. I know it's me, but I'm not going to be looking at it like, that's me every day. Like, <laughs> I see it like I know what it is. Yeah. I see it... Like for face value, it's not, not just a picture of me. It's it's an EP cover. Yeah, definitely. So like I, I think yeah, she re- she nailed it. She nailed it. She like I'm someone when I work with other creators, I like to give them the freedom to do what they want, mm-hmm. and I just guide them. If I if it's not where I feel like it's going in the right, it's just it's just a trust. It's a relationship between yeah. both people. So I'll let I'll allow any like any musician or. Even directors I work with, like yeah. see for searching uh, and reflecting, I worked with the same director, Blurred Inc. That's my guy Jamal. So yeah, Good faceless work, villain. Man. Yeah, he's yeah, and again, it's and I think because we're friends, it's more of a, it's more of a connection. So it's like yeah. we trust each other. I know he's not gonna let me do a shit job, so I'm gonna let him do his job. Like you know, yeah. we it's kinda, not like salesman and client. It's more know, just this exactly. friendship, a closer personal relationship. And I think that's priceless. It's priceless, and I, I always feel like you're going to get the best out of it because he doesn't just want to get paid he wants to produce the best yeah. quality because it's his name on it as well yeah and it's my name that goes out and it's that believes. personal side you want he wants yeah. to be right by you because he knows you of course he, he knows he yeah. believes in the music he is another one who saw when there was no music out so yeah. he he was fundamental in the first steps as well get like giving like doing the first video yeah we trekked around for that like it's so many little things but Back to what you said with the yeah the EP cover yeah so then just, that just that was available at the show people took their pictures in front yeah. of it there was flowers yeah. around hashtag there. midnight yeah. rotation hashtag midnight rotation again Laurie Laurie that she she worked at magic man. and then I acted as host as well we, I saw because our event was happening in the basement I saw a few people kind of walk into the venue and think is this the place so I just took it upon myself you hey, more than a host man you here for like the, follow me yeah just come on now. He was like the the usher, the MC. No, honestly, you like. And the thing, I know your your listeners will know this already. But with you, your character stands out. Like, with without a shadow of a doubt, that like, people can feel, even even if they like they they weren't there for the loon night. Just you approaching people and being like, oh hey, are you here for the night? They're not gonna be like. They might even say yes. Like fuck it. Like maybe I am here for the night. Like what's good? Is it free? <laughs> Shit. Let me get a chair or something, man. So no, because your your approach, and I think that's that's what I want to work with. I want to work with good people who who not even sell you something. Who you just want to genuinely follow, or you believe yeah. in them because you just see them as normal people. The feeling's mutual, man. I was happy to help you out with it. I was. Because I think I had another open mic that same night, but I let mm. someone else host here so I could come and be part I of that. Appreciate it. And it's always Thursdays, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah. Trap, yeah trap so for saying that, man. I introduced you, you came on stage with a band, you performed the EP, you had a little uh, encore as well. The people at, at popular demand, Crazy. you returned to the stage. Yeah. You mentioned how before it cuts chicken. Like the first time I spoke to you was at a show where things were rearranged against your will. Yeah. It wasn't much in your favour. The cuts yeah. chicken, you felt gassed. You came off the stage yeah. going, like, this is it. Yeah. How did you feel during and just after when you performed at Underbelly? Wow. Before, I think I posted a video and I'd done it after. Like, but I posted the back because I didn't know. So Laurie came backstage and she was just like, oh, 
like the, like the lights are dimming. You know, Roy's going on stage now. Like the like the band are going on, and I, I thought I still had time. I didn't really think, so I'm mm-hmm. just there in the back. I didn't come out, so I was in the back, yeah. just you know, talking to to myself, pre- like prepping, getting ready, just trying to focus, just you know, just taking it all in. And I could hear the crowd, and then I heard you on the mic, like, "Oh, who's ready?" Like five minutes. So I was just like, "Wow, it's happening!" So I took a video, like, like I done a selfie, and I was like, "Wow, like guys, I'm so you know pumped up. Yeah. I want to put on a good show." Man, I cried a few times, bro. I cried, yeah, cause I and I think I even cried after the show. I cried, and then my mum was in the, in the crowd. Oh. Like I think she wanted to take a picture with the photo, innit? Yeah. So it's like me, my mum, and uh, my sister, and I just I just cried, bro. I just cried like a big baby. And the reason why I couldn't always justify it, because um, it's just overwhelming. Like uh, so much goes in, mm-hmm. and not a lot of people really see. Like I already knew in my in in my mind. The night was a success in my mind. Like even before I had even jumped on the stage, yeah. just the the amount of effort and love and care that has gone into it, mm-hmm. it can't go wrong. Like we, like I, I rehearsed. Like we done like two, three days back to back rehearsals. So I already knew the music was on point. They were always gonna come. The band were gonna come with their A game. Yeah. And this is one thing that I say all the time. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has. Like everyone knows their role. Yeah. Like if you don't know your role just stay away or like go for like you know just do your thing over there yeah me like as as the rapper or the, the producer I, kn- I knew that night that's all I needed to do as much as people are here for me and you know they like they want to talk to me and say oh yeah are you excited I didn't want to talk to no one before like before the show I needed to get my mind there because I'm, I'm here to put on this show I'm your friend still yeah but when lose on the stage lose on the stage and I Mm-hmm. And I didn't get have that confidence until clutch again. Kind of, I've always had it in me. Yeah. I've always been like naturally like okay to perform, but after that, uh, it's like a, a fire came in me. I was like, you know what? I am gonna put on a show, and yeah. these are my songs. These people are here for me. I'm gonna own this night, and I'm gonna make sure I give them something. You know, I really, uh, I was just buzzing, and I, I was nervous at the same time as well. So it's yeah. like I always get always, no matter what, whether it will be ten people in the crowd. 100 people like the first I always got like weird butterflies mm-hmm. and then the second that I start rapping like I forget like my, my brain just it's like silence like yeah. it's literally jet silence and sometimes I'm fl- like I'm flow, I'm rapping my lyrics and I'm not thinking about it I'm just I'm literally just I'm just rapping and it's it's so weird and one at one point in in the in the, um, the set, mm-hmm. it was the last song ground up. And you realised actually because I think uh, Laurie told me that he was trying to talk to the engineer to turn up yeah. the BVs. Yeah. But also he like, there was a lot of feedback. You see yeah. when it started, so I'm rapping and there was feedback. I'm looking at him like, what are you doing? But I'm still <laughs> rapping and, yeah. and ground up's a fast song. And that's when I realised I'm rapping without thinking because yeah. I'm. I was literally still rapping the song and I'm looking over there like, what's going on? Like, sort the mics out. So, yeah. So this, that's when yeah. you know it's a muscle memory. Like, you're like an athlete. It's yeah, muscle memory. You can was, just spit those bars whenever you need to. I was, yeah, I was tuned yeah, in. Your business. I saw it too. Like, I saw... I felt like at the start, it might have been a bit of nerves and a new environment. This is just for you. You're not part of a showcase with other artists. This is just you and your it's night. First time. But by the end, it was like, yeah, there, there's a start right there. This is a guy who... This is his house playing by his rules. It's his show. That was scary, you know. Uh, even to this day, like I think about it, and I think the one thing that I was upset about, I really tried. 
uh, on the night or like the a few hours leading up is to try and get it filmed like, and also underbelly I didn't know it was like the lighting was great the sound was amazing like everything was really good mm-hmm. and I, I should have I got loads of footage on like phone but I should have captured it properly like just to say like that was a moment but yeah. the next one I'm planning to bigger and better but that one as a as a start for me like it couldn't have gone any more better like I didn't have I had um, my friend pardon me I had my friend Kinsolt so she was DJing yeah the, the night she warmed people up she came with some good vibes yeah and she jumped on stage like she joined me to rap yeah. as well so it, I think it was just one of those magical nights man like, and, and they're my friends like I've known again we, I went to school with Kin so it's like we've, we, it's not something like and I'm not against it because I, again I met you for a good friend and yeah. Kenny's good people but it's like I I always I always fuck with people who, who, are, who are real man like just from the jump yeah like, like they're not they're not just out for themselves you know they're good hearted people they care you've got a good it's, bullshit it's detector and you're able to kind of like but seek it, out it comes from many years of, of having to face bullshit though yeah because and then also having to face it and knowing that you want better for yourself if you because you can see bullshit day to day and you might want to entertain that for yourself yeah but like, you know what I'm getting treated like shit so I'm going to treat the next man like shit yeah that's a shitty attitude that's that's not it's not cool it's not cool so I always try to yeah again ca- like I always try to carry myself like just just move correctly and I I, I expect that from the people that I'm with they do anyway I don't yeah. but yeah I've got my own expectations and I think people who I move with have their own so yeah. we we always check each other and we just make sure that we move like a unit that's proper I might have to call it there because I've got to get ready for the open mic. It's always Thursdays with us, man. It's always Thursdays. But, Lou, that was an amazing night. Thank you for letting me be part of it. Thank you for regaling us with the tale once again and letting us into the window of all that went into that night. And I look forward to the next one, man. It's coming. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rick. Pleasure. My guy. And that was that. Thank you so much, Lou, for your time, for your candor. Oh, I'm getting a little bit copy and paste with what I say at these episodes now. But you know what? When you've done 175 episodes, I think you're allowed to sometimes say the same thing over and over. I mean, I always start with hello, hello, and I always finish the conversation with and that was that. But that sidebar aside, thank you, Lou, for your time. Thank you for talking to me and letting us really get into it. Sorry again for the slight noises in the background. I like to think they add atmosphere to the conversation so you get an image of where we are talking, but I hope they don't interrupt the flow of the conversation. I hope you can still pick up what we're talking about. Great conversation, really fun open mic night as well. I think we had 15 people that performed, including Lou, who played a newer song, which I hope to hear more about next time I catch up with him. Speaking of songs, which is like 95% of what this podcast is about, I'm playing a show this Sunday at the Stag's Head in Hoxton, along with the Paper Boat Collective and the Collective Dots. Starts at 5 o'clock, finishes at 9, the Stag's Head in Hoxton this Sunday the 21st of July. It's my birthday, Wednesday, 24th of July, and I'll be at the open mic in Camden, and I'm playing another show. I'm putting on another show Tuesday, the 30th of July at Road Trip and the Workshop. It will be Lorraine, Jack Mann, Haley Solace, and myself. And I am a little all over the place with regards to what I'm going to do for each show. And I might get more into that over the weekend and the episodes for that. I'm trying to keep the episodes where I talk to a certain person about that certain person. I don't want to flood it too much with other things. Although I will say, let's give a shout out to Nova Cub, 
who I haven't seen in far too long, but they released a new single today and a new video for it called Strike. And if you're looking for some laughs on this slightly grey Friday, I highly recommend you check that out. Nova Cub, new single called Strike, and a video is up on YouTube. Yeah, two shows in quick succession, not as quick as the previous time. Last time I had my show on the Sunday and then... I played on the Sunday and then my show was on the Tuesday within like four, three days of each other. This time there's a week in between and this time I really am keen to put in the work towards it. But as I said, I'll talk more about that on another episode. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me online by searching for the word saddest night out on any social media and I'll put links to where you can find Lou as well. Take care of yourselves and I'll catch you on the next one.